0: hello everyone it's the mac back again here with another weekly wrap-up going to be talking about mlb ncaa and nfl football so the same topics as it has been the last couple weeks looking at the mlb i'm just going to be talking about what's upcoming and what's upcoming is the playoffs a really exciting time of course for the mlb uh and really the mlb playoffs they move quick by this time next week We're already going to be in the next round of the playoffs. Uh, So just to take you through what the bracket looks like in the AL, it's the Jays versus the Twins, the Rangers versus the Rays. The Rangers lost out to the Astros in the last game of the season to win the division. And so the bye series goes to the Astros and the Orioles. So those teams, they won't have to play in this first round, but they have to be, of course, ready to play any teams between the Jays, Twins, Rangers, and Rays. In the NL, this is the Diamondbacks versus the Brewers. Going to be another interesting series right there. And then, of course, my Phillies are going up against the Marlins in that wildcard matchup. And the by there are the Dodgers and the Braves. These series are best out of three. So first team to win two games is the team that are going to be moving on. So, of course, it moves very quickly. This is baseball. Anything can happen. So teams that are very much expected to win could easily lose right here. In the NCAA world... Uh, really not a whole lot to report on there this week you know not not too many big games happened. Uh, I'll just mention the one of course because Colorado are, is just so massively talked about but they lose to USC on Saturday 48 to 41. the offense had a bounce back week after getting blown out by Oregon close game but just wasn't enough to beat USC. Now, jumping into the NFL, a whole lot happened this week. I mean, really, it was a great week for the NFL, week four. Um, and one of the games that was picked to be the worst game of the week, it was the Broncos versus the Bears. The Broncos just let up 70 points last week. The Bears have looked terrible in all three of their games coming up to this. And both teams, 0-3. The Bears go up 28-7 to on the Broncos. And then the Broncos were actually able to come back and beat them 31 to 28, uh, really just such a bad look for the Bears. Just it's been a terrible season, especially after they were coming in with you know some somewhat improved expectations at least to what it was last year. Last year they were expected to be very bad. This year it's they were expected to improve, and it looks like they've only regressed. So a very bad look for them. The Broncos they get their first win of the season, but they're still not a great team either. A lot of defenses they showed up on Sunday. Surprisingly four games the opposing team the losing team only scored three points So the ravens versus the browns the ravens win that one 28 to 3 now granted the browns had to start their backup quarterback But that ravens defense looks great lamar jackson the ravens quarterback. He had a great day rushing the ball And they come out 28 to 3. That's a big divisional game right there Titans versus Bengals. the titans they win 27 to 3 over the Bengals. I don't know what is going on in Cincinnati. Obviously, Cincinnati came in with massive expectations for the season, and they something is not right there uh, just on offense and defensively. So really a very bad start to the year for them. The Cowboys versus the Pats. Cowboys win that one 38-3. Mac Jones, the quarterback for the Patriots, looked awful. He actually got benched during the game for the backup quarterback, Bailey Zappi. The Cowboys... They bounced back after losing to the Cardinals last week, so once again, you know, everybody's now back on the Cowboys bandwagon a little bit, but it's somewhat understandable because they did look dominant in that victory. And then Monday Night Football, the Seahawks, they beat the Giants 24-3. Daniel Jones just didn't look all that great, you know, at least towards the end there. Of course, they were down, so he kind of had to force the ball a little bit, so Seahawks, they win that one 24-3. A lot of people's pick to be the game of the week was the Bills versus the Dolphins. Two high-powered offenses. They play in the same division. And really, I thought the Dolphins were going to probably end up winning this game. But the Bills, they came out and honestly dominated the, Dol- dominated the Dolphins 48-20. That Bills offense is firing on all cylinders. They scored 38-37 and then now 48 in their last three games. So... Josh Allen, he appears to be back. He had a little bit of a rough end to last season. He had a rough first game. But these last three games, he has been incredible. That whole Bills offense has been incredible. And the Dolphins, you know, just something didn't seem right there on Sunday. So they only scored 20 points. But of course, I think they will bounce back. And it'll be interesting to see if the Bills can keep this up. Now, there's two remaining unbeaten teams already. Only two teams are left that are unbeaten. My Eagles... I don't want to brag, but they are still undefeated, but that game on Sunday probably took a year off my life, watching them play the Commanders. The Eagles did win in overtime, 34-31, but my goodness was it stressful. The Commanders, they scored in the last play of the game, sent it to overtime, but the Eagles win on a 54-yard field goal kick from Jake Elliott, their kicker, uh, and they just pull out the victory to remain unbeaten. The Niners are the, are the other unbeaten team. They beat the Cardinals 35-16, to 16, so not nearly as stressful as that Eagles game, but, and honestly, much more impressive uh, of a win to win 35-16. to 16. Christian McCaffrey, their running back, is unbelievable. His talent is just off the charts. He scored four touchdowns on Sunday, had over 170 all-purpose yards, and he just continues to be dominant this year. Now, two of the most talked-about games of the weekend The Jags and the Falcons—they played in London on Sunday. But not only did they play in London, but they also played in the animated Toy Story universe, uh, which was a really interesting thing to see the NFL do. So in real time, the players were animated in the Toy Story worlds. You know, was made to obviously appeal to kids, get them into the sport of football. And from everything I've read, it was very positively received. And it's impressive that you know. They were capable of doing this. I expected it was going to go very poorly, to be honest, because animating players in real time is very difficult. But apparently, you know, it went well. I watched a couple clips of it and it actually looked pretty good compared to what the real-time game was doing. So Jaguars, they won that game 23-7 in London and in Andy's room in the Toy Story world. Now the most talked about game of the week, a whole lot happened on Sunday Night Football. It was the Chiefs versus the Jets. Of course, Taylor Swift, she was at the game again. And also, she was not the only one at the game. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman, and Blake Lively were also at the game, and they were all in the same box, which was pretty interesting. But looking at the game, really, honestly, the Jets deserve to win the game. That's my opinion. I guess you can argue with it, of course, because the Chiefs, they did win 23-20, but I think the Jets deserve to win. There was a third and 22 play which had the most obvious offensive holding call I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It was not called. The Chiefs got a first down and then ended up scoring there. And then also on a would-be interception, a defensive holding was called. Almost, I don't want to bring up any bad blood about the Super Bowl, but something similar to that (laughs) where it really wasn't defensive holding. But hey, you know, it was called, of course, in favor of the Chiefs, which gave them a crucial first down and then... Really, though, what was talked about a lot was the way Zach Wilson, the quarterback for the Jets, the way he played, uh, he honestly out Patrick Mahomes. And then one interesting clip to look up, Rodney Harrison, he works as an analyst for Sunday Night Football, a former player, Chris Jones, a current player for the Kansas City Chiefs, was talking to him post-game, and he was clearly trying to bait Chris Jones into saying negative things about Zach Wilson. It was a very bad look for Rodney Harrison, and I very much recommend looking up that clip because it was uh, it just didn't it, it didn't make sense and it just seemed like very bad reporting from Rodney Harrison. But Zach Wilson, one final thing I'll say, I was very critical of him last year with the way he handled the postgame press conference because he didn't take the blame for it. And this press conference Really the reason they lost, it wasn't his fault. He actually played as well as he possibly could have and he took all the blame. So it seems like Zach Wilson, quarterback for the Jets, he's really matured. He's really taken a step forward and he seems like maybe he could actually help them win some games because in those first two, first couple games he played in, he definitely struggled, but maybe he's turned a corner here with Aaron Rodgers in the building. Now, moving on to my predictions, I think there's just two predictions I'm gonna put out here. CJ Stroud... Quarterback for the Texans, I think he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Earlier, I was saying, I think it might be Anthony Richardson, but now I'm changing it to C.J. Stroud because C.J. Stroud, he's thrown for a whole bunch of yards. He's not turning the football over. And the Texans, they're 2-2. Two and two. They blew out the Steelers on Sunday, 30-6. to And it looks like he's just continuing to improve. My other prediction, Bears quarterback, Justin Fields. I fully expect the Bears to move on from Justin Fields at the end of the season, He has talked about a whole bunch of fields. It seems like the talent is there, but I don't know if it's an organizational problem, a coaching problem, or the players around him, but Justin Fields, I think it's probably best for both parties if at the end of the year he moves on from Chicago. And then my one and only bet, if I had to pick one, 79% of bets are on the 49ers to win on Sunday against the Cowboys. I would like to tail that bet, 49ers, they're three and a half point favorites right now. I would just take them money line, which just money line means just outright to win the game. That's how I would take it. But again, a, a very another very tough week to pick. You know, the parody in the NFL this year is really, it is crazy. Just it's any given Sunday, really, especially this year. So a great week. A whole bunch more is gonna be happening this week, of course, with the MLB playoffs, week five of the NFL season. But this was Sean McCaffrey with the weekly wrap up. Let me know what you guys think in the comments and uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening.